You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey, what's up there, Surf Splendor listeners? This is your host, David Scales. Um, thanks, as always, for tuning in. I know that my release schedule of episodes has been a little bit out of whack with the holiday, um, with Christmas, and so I just wanted to reach out in between Christmas and New Year. Um, I've got a, new episodes coming, of course, in 2014, but I wanted to reach out before then and just kind of touch base with you guys the listeners and um, kind of express some of my thoughts about Surf Splendor and how it's evolved in the last few months since it began. Um, I think we're 20 episodes deep right now and um, yeah just kind of explain the, um, the evolution from my side. I don't really take a whole lot of time on the show to explain what's going on so much, um, kind of allude to it, the fact that it's been growing, but, um, I don't know. I I feel like I wanted to take this opportunity, uh, in, you know, this downtime between the holidays to just kind of keep you updated on, um, on my thoughts about Surf Splendor. So, um, I don't, I didn't write anything, so I'm just going to kind of babble, but firstly, I've been involved in a couple of different startups, different businesses um, from the ground level, and Surf Splendor, you know, is essentially my project. I have close friends who I rely on to give me feedback and help um, where they can, but the reality is none of us, myself nor my friends, um, we don't have any radio production background. and very little storytelling background even. I, I'm, I've done some writing, um, but you know, no formal training in regards of, to storytelling, no podcast production training, no radio production training. So this process really is a learning curve. And um, I really just learned from listening to other podcasts that I like. And there's no one format, of course. There's a lot of different types of podcasts. And um, And so I think that's a good thing, you know, to be able to try to explore different formats. And we've certainly done that with the original focus of the show just being about storytelling and capturing, you know, um, names of, you know, industry people or industry shapers and surfers whose names you might know, capturing their story and just sharing it with the public. But it's the show's evolved beyond that. And um, we've started incorporating you know, during this doing the surf news format. And that's actually gotten really good feedback. And some of the shows that have the highest downloads are those shows. So um, that's been interesting and a different evolution in the show than I really anticipated, but I enjoy it. You know, I, one thing that I struggle with is I think my job oftentimes is just to kind of get out of the way of good story, you know, um, talking to Aaron Chang, for example, he has far more interesting stories to tell than I do. And, and I don't want my personality necessarily to, 
to step on his story or to guide his story in any way. The goal for me as the interviewer is just to let the interviewee, you know, convey their their story. But doing those episodes with Scott Bass, they're heavily reliant upon our personalities. And so that's been kind of a difficult transition for me to make where I'm trying to be void of personality in one style of show and then the next style of show you know, trying to exhibit as much personality as possible to make the show interesting. Um, So that's been interesting for me and difficult for me to kind of navigate. And again, both styles are new. So we've, I have gotten some good feedback via email from people of things that they like and don't like. And, um, and I'm comfortable with hearing the don't like stuff. That's just as valuable really as, as the things that people do like to hear. So I appreciate you sending that. And, um, but it's just been really gratifying, I would say, the whole process of Surf Splendor. The feedback that I get, of course, is kind of the barometer. But even without the feedback that I've gotten from listeners, um, the process of producing has been really gratifying and made Surf Splendor worthwhile. Um, meeting all these industry personalities that I've been able to meet Sean Thompson, for example, was among the more gratifying experiences that I've had kind of as an adult, you know, connecting with another adult who, whom I admire um, and whose book I had recently read. And so kind of I was involved in his story and meeting with him was super rewarding. And and that's one kind of step of or one a dimension of the reward with producing these episodes is meeting meeting the the people. But The next step is just then editing their story and working on their story. And oftentimes, not necessarily with Sean's story. With Sean's story, I kind of just let it play from beginning to end. But oftentimes with editing other stories, there's a bit of editing involved. And there's got to kind of rearrange pieces and add audio transitions and maybe do research and then add a little narration that um, fully develops something that maybe they didn't explain. And so that process of constructing story, I've also really enjoyed. And it's gotten, I've gotten to know those people a lot better just through the product, the storytelling or story production uh, and editing process. And so that's kind of the second dimension of gratification that I've gotten out of this. But then the third is, you know, releasing it to the public. All of that work goes in beforehand but then once I kind of put it out there there's no more work but it lives on and I've gotten a lot of feedback at that point and that is also really rewarding is just hearing that you know the stories are well received um and uh so I didn't anticipate those kind of different dimensions of gratification um Uh, involved with just the production process and the work, you know, and the work is something that I didn't anticipate either. I, I thought that it might just be, you know, you record an interview and post it online and then move on. And truth be told, there's about 40 hours, 40 production hours involved in each episode. Um, the surf news episodes with Scott Bass, 
not so much. Those there's a little bit of pre, you know, preparing for the episode that takes place, a couple of hours, and then not a whole lot of post production in those though. But all the other episodes, the ones with, um, you know, uh, the photography episode, the Rich Harbor episode, Robert August episode, uh, Tom Parrish episode was really labor intensive. Those episodes do, I've started crunching numbers and I was, it's about 40 hours into each of those episodes and that I did not anticipate and is really um, taking its toll on me because I'll, you know, oftentimes allocate maybe 10 hours into something like that and I find myself staying up until 2 a.m., waiting till my wife goes to sleep to work on it and, um, and just recording narration, of course, takes, I'm, I, it, 20 takes are involved for me to get lines right oftentimes. And I'm still not happy when I go back and listen to them. Um, so in regard to that 40 hour per episode, I have under delivered on a lot of things that I, um, had hoped to do, you know, that I've, I had really grand plans, I think originally for episodes that I'd like to construct and the labor intensity of them have have has just prohibited me from actually accomplishing some of those goals. So there's still a goal. Some of those episodes are still goals of mine and I plan to produce them. And in 2014, I'm really looking to implement um, systems that will allow me to work a little bit more efficiently to plan out a little bit more time in advance so that I can accomplish those goals and hit my deadlines. And you've probably heard me put out a call for an intern um, on some of the other episodes of Surf Splendor. So I've gotten applications for that, and I will definitely be employing um, at least a maybe a few interns in 2014 with the with their job being really just to kind of keep me on track and keep me corralled and to help organize interviews and help transcribe them and, and that sort of thing. A lot of the busy work that takes, it's real tedious and it takes hours to do and it's necessary, but it really kind of tires me out so that when it comes time to actually interview or narrate, I just rush it because I'm gassed out, you know. So hopefully we'll have those things, if not in place for 2014, we'll certainly be implementing them throughout 2014. Um, so look forward to that. I think the show will improve in those ways. I think the show certainly has improved in the last six months. I'd actually, I cringe at the thought of going back and listening to early episodes. I, I'm curious, actually, I'd like to kind of re-listen to the interview with Chris Cote, for example, or Morgan Mawson, but I'm I'm apprehensive too, just because I'm afraid to hear how poor the quality is of I don't know of my narration and audio transitions and uh, equalized audio levels and things like that. Um, but you know, whatever. I think um, there's so little surf content out there in terms of podcasting that hopefully you listeners were willing to just kind of push through some of the uncomfortable moments in the, you know, with the benefit of just having content. Um, in regards to quality though, there are still just technical aspects of Surf Splendor that bug me. And that's because I don't have proper radio equipment. Um, 
you know, there's microphones and um, soundproofing rooms and things like that that really I should be doing. But, you know, I don't have the budget for necessarily. Um, the show obviously is free and there's been very little uh, advertising done on the show. So until we secure advertisers, I haven't even really pursued them. But at some point, you know, I'll need to pursue some sort of a revenue model and make investments in the show in the form of microphones and audio equipment and all that sort of thing. And at that point, I think the um, production quality will improve. And I look forward to doing that. But realistically, I'm still learning. So it's probably better to learn with crap equipment so that I know kind of what I need to buy when I need to buy it. But, um, you know, that's something that I'm willing to take advice on. Also, if anybody out there, any of the listeners have any experience with radio production, you know, please send me your, your insight or your uh, recommendations for equipment, reasonable equipment that's easy to use that, uh, that you might have. So in terms of content, there's a, I've gotten a lot of feedback, and one thing that's come up over and over again is that people are interested in hearing more about surfboard design. And so that's something that I am really interested in, and um, through doing these interviews, I've certainly learned more about, and I plan to really unpack that moving forward. Surfboard design, I think, is uh, very difficult to digest and even... Um, I don't know, it's difficult to package in other formats. So traditional media format being, um, you know, magazine or print print in text. It gets very boring to interview a shaper and to put that into text and then certainly to read an interview with a shaper. It just, even, I'm, I find my, I'm interested in surfing and I have an, you know, I'm very interested in design, but I find myself being bored by reading those interviews. And, um, and, you know, video, I think people have a limited attention span when it comes to watching videos on the computer. Three to five minutes is probably the max oftentimes. So um, there's only a limited amount that a shaper can convey in a video interview. With the podcast format, you know, we, we've found that the one-hour time frame is, is good. And if anything, people actually ask for more than an hour. So I think this is the perfect format to unpack some real heady topics um, like surfboard design. And so in 2014, I plan on unpacking some of those more in-depth kind of th- uh, topics that need to be discussed more thoroughly. And hopefully I think shed light on things that I feel like have always kind of existed in the periphery, not in the periphery, but like if you're really into design and you go talk to designers, then you can get the information. But otherwise the information is pretty dense. So I think this will be a way to kind of share that information in a more entertaining format that hopefully reaches a larger, larger audience is what I I'm trying to say. Um, I just completed an, an interview, a uh, couple of interviews, a series of interviews with shapers about asymmetrical surfboards, and it was really educational for me and also interesting. You know, it just it wasn't boring like I was afraid that it might be. And that's been a learning curve in 2013. Also, is I've had to scrap interviews completely. There's a couple of people I interviewed really 
you know, well-known, important people that I would love to have posted uh, the interviews with, but they just were uh, not interesting in, I don't know, in the delivery or the cadence of speech, or it just didn't translate in the podcast format. So I don't know, I might spend time, I have spent a bit of time trying to add little audio stings and trying to make them more interesting, but um, maybe I'll just need to go re-interview those people and and try a little bit harder to, uh, as the interviewer, to get a more kind of interesting story out of, out of people. And that's part of my learning curve too, you know, is just learning how to interview people. So, um, so I guess, yeah, design topics, we're going to try to unpack in 2014 forecasting a little bit. Surf forecasting is something that I've always struggled with maintaining an interest in, you know, I get just bored trying to learn about it. So, um, I've been in contact with some of the main forecasting websites and I'm going to try to do a comprehensive episode on the ins and outs of surf forecasting. Otherwise, I've been really um, content with the progress of the show and I appreciate your patience in um, allowing me to kind of struggle and fumble along the way and uh, providing feedback, you know, and helping craft the show. And so just continue to do that, continue to send feedback. The goal for 2014 is to produce an episode a week. It'll basically be a storytelling episode or an interview one week, and then the following week, surf news update, usually with Scott Bass as the co-host, and then back to um, the interview or profile episode. So kind of one week, one week with surf news, one week with a profile piece. So that is the plan. And assuming we can kind of streamline the production process and the interns can can assist me in that, then I think that we should be able to continue to grow the show and um, continue producing episodes. And again, I appreciate you continuing to share the show with friends. The production or the uh, download numbers have consistently grown week to week, month to month with each episode. And so... Um, so I think that means that, you know, you're out there sharing it and telling friends about it. So I really appreciate that. But thanks for a wonderful 2013. Um, geez, I look forward to what's in store for 2014. I'm going to leave you with the a conversation that I had with a friend, um, a good friend of mine, Grant Ramey. We uh, go, go way back as friends and surfing, you know, buddies and um we attempted to record an episode together when i was out of town wanted to do a surf news episode without scott bass try a different co-host this was granting my attempt um it was an hour episode that pretty much got scrapped it uh, it kind of went off the rails so most of it probably will never see the light of day, but there was a couple of moments in here that I think are worth sharing. We uh, created a really fun game, which I doubt we'll ever redo, but it was fun while it lasted the one time that we did it. So kind of an irreverent conversation with a friend of mine and I, um, lighthearted, nothing too serious, but just a nice way to kind of close out the year. So I hope you enjoyed that. If you're a new listener to this show, um, today's episode is obviously not the normal theme, 
but I encourage you to go back and listen to archived episodes. It's my responsibility to tell you, of course. You can find all of that on surfsplendorpodcast.com or in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download podcasts. Um, Just search for Surf Splendor. And then, of course, on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at Surf Splendor, or you can find us on Facebook. Thanks again, Surf Splendor fans, for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, Enjoy this next part of the show, and then I'll be back at the end just to sign us off. Thanks. The other thing, real quickly, before we get into this, Grant, um, for the listeners, one thing Grant didn't say is that um, he helped me produce the Eric Arakawa episode of Surf Splendor. I think it was episode two, probably. Um, What did I do? I didn't do anything. Well, no, you did, dude. Like... Uh, he helped me facilitate the interview with Eric and then also I sent him the episode and helped me edit it down and get it to where it needed to be. Wait, let me translate and, this. I dropped him off at Eric's place, drove around <laughs> Hollyva, and then he emailed me the, the podcast and I listened to it and said, yeah, cool. <laughs> no, it was more than that. But also, I um, this was prior to, the, to Surf Splendor being launched and I pitched him the name Surf Splendor, which he was not a fan of and advised me against using. Now that it's fully being used, what are your thoughts? You still, oh, still against hated. it? I can't say that word. I can't say it. You can't say I the can't title? Say it out loud, yeah. So, dude. But it's good. Remember what I said? I said it's good either way because either people are going to hate it or they're going to love it. I'm the, on the side that hates it. Okay. But I still, it's in my head. And I would like friend, to so hear. I say that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cool hearing it. I'm standing behind the name. That's I would funny. like to hear fans what, what you guys have to say about the name Surf Splendor. I'll also um, try to sway you into my side of the camp by giving the backstory real quick. There was a movie that came... Well, there's a, gra- a comic book called American Splendor. You already... you already. I hate comics, too. So, I hate comic books. There was a movie <laughs> okay. that came out about the com- comic book um, with Paul Giamatti, and I was watching it one night. I had already had the concept of like doing the podcast thing, and Actually, I think I had a few of those interviews done, the Eric Howe interview and some other stuff. And, like, my favorite, obviously, like, kind of the definitive podcast is This American Life, right? And it's like, I like that, and they do a great job, and the title's perfect. And I was struggling with what title to come up with for my podcast, potential podcast. And then I was watching the the movie American Splendor. And I think the American Splendor title and This American Life... I connected those dots somehow, but I loved that film, and I um, and I like kind of the concept behind the comic book and the whole story and stuff. And then I like the word splendor just because it's so, it's outdated, out of fashion, and like, let's bring it back, and let's bring it back for something that has, you know, I don't know, meaning, you know? So that that's my idea behind the title. I didn't want to choose something that was just... Hey, surfing, let's do surf talk with David Scales. Like, eh. I got your title. Let's hear it. Super Awesome Radical Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a title. <laughs> I'm not saying it's golden. It's in the rough. It's just that I'm pitching it. It's okay, cup, well, so. we'll keep that on the back burner. <laughs> So that's where the title came from, but um, I'm going to convince you. I, I don't need to convince you. One day... You, you don't will, need to either way. You don't. One need to day you'll see you. the brilliance of it. I do, because I'm saying either way, it's not something that you're middle of the road on. It's not a title like... Like California surfing, you know, where I'm right, like, exactly. I'm like, I feel nothing about that. But Surf Splendor, I like, 
it and it makes me feel angry almost but at least it's in my head and i think about it there you go and other people are like dude that's dope yeah they have your side of it so that's cool all right well I, what, I, what do you guys think dude. about it what does the fan what do the listeners think about it that's what i want to think it's lame <laughs> <laughs> you hear them <laughs> All right, so I'm not changing. Like, no, I know I we've know, gone I'm too far you. now. So I'm not telling you. I think it's fine. Yeah, I got a domain name and everything. Yeah, we're gonna move on from that topic because I invented a brand new game today that I'm super excited about. <laughs> Let's hear the the entry music. Uh, it's um, it's a game I I'm calling Guess Who's Instagram. This is a game where I read Instagram. Uh, captions and tell you what the photo is and you have to guess whose instagram i am talking about wait a minute dude so instagram is like a purely visual thing and you're not even gonna let me like you can't see the photo because it would give it away it's... you can't blur out the face no and well that curve on the body or something <laughs> no because the the listeners wouldn't be able to see it even if you did oh. so you're given the same amount of information that the listeners are given i'm gonna okay. read quotes from instagram you have to guess who the professional surfer is that posted it. Oh, and, um, are we going top 44? Are we just going? No, it's anybody. And I shouldn't even say professional surfer surfing personality. Let's say oh I'm opening up the gates a little bit more. So you ready for this game? Yeah. It's a brand guess who's Instagram, the name of the game. This could be a hit, dude. We might be doing this again. Um, so question number one, this is, a, this is a lengthy one, so be ready. It ha- it got 815 likes and 142 comments. Whoa. So that's a clue. Jeez. Okay, ready? Okay. Quote. Oh, no. Let me give you the image first. The image is a selfie with the person flipping off the camera. Australian. Okay. Any Australian. <laughs> Actually... You jump the gun, you're deducted a point for that. <laughs> you gotta wait till I give you. I'm giving you a multiple choice. Okay, okay. But you've had one point deducted for the record. <laughs> All right, quote This is a shout out to the surf industry. Billabong, Quicksilver, spelled with a C, Rip Curl, ASP, the three main surf companies that keep the lame ASP alive. Without these companies sponsoring 90% of the tour, then there would, three, I know who it is. Then there would be no ASP. <laughs> You gotta let me finish okay. it. And because of that, there is politics. Corruption, period. The surfers can't talk bad about the tour, cuz, C U Z, the surfers are sponsored by the companies that sponsor the ASB tour. So when we ever <laughs> So when we ever gonna get surfing back to the way it's posed to be, P O S E D. This is the truth. From the inside. If you disagree, it's simply because you never made it to the level of surfing that I did. I'm telling like it is. Represent us and go buy some gear at blank.com and get us and help us get blank bigger so we can help the influence of the so-called sport of surfing change and take out the, the, that's two thes, lame-ass companies and change the ASP, four exclamation points. Stand up and fight to make a change. We, we could be that change. Until then, it's a fuck you to the three big and the ASP. Question. Is it A, Roy Powers, B, Bobby Martinez, or C, Bethany Hamilton? 
Well, obviously, I'm going with Bethany, but <laughs> no, no, it's got to be Bobby. It's got to be <sighs> D, right? Why Bobby? Uh, because he's already has that FTW that failed, and now he has another new company that he's trying to push, but nobody wants screen tees, because I like the clothes that those three companies make, because they make my butt look good. <laughs> so it's never going to work. <laughs> okay. Or you are correct. Right. Okay, I say we're going to be right, yeah. All right, so you get five points for the okay. correct answer, but I'm minusing a point because you jumped the oh, gun, so that's a four points. But I've got a follow-up question okay. for this. Okay. Follow-up question. Do you need to be able to construct a sentence to run a clothing company? And does intense and public vitriol for the subculture of people benefit or harm said clothing company? Uh, it's definitely going to harm if you're trying to get people to think that you know what you're talking about and you can't even put it together properly. You it's, are correct. It's going to be bad, yeah. That is the correct <laughs> yeah. answer. That's bad. Well, only time will tell, only obviously. Will tell. Yeah. I mean, who are we to judge? Yeah. I'm, if, if I'm ever looking for a super basic screen tee or beanie, I will buy from that company. Excellent. Yes. So, um... That, that's uh, four points. And actually, I'm going to give you a point for getting the correct answer to the bonus question. So you're back at five. Thank you. Leading, leading the, the, the charts with five. Uh, question number two. Has 182 likes. Question number two for whose Instagram is this? Let me reset the topic. Whose Instagram is this? Question number two. 182 likes, 15 comments. Was that mine? That's weak, dude. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> the image is a screenshot of text that reads, fashion is what you buy. Style is what you do with it. The caption that follows that image reads, big difference between fashionable or trendy and stylish, at Kelly Slater, at Tang Christine, ha ha, ha ha. Is it A, Kalani Miller, B, Brad Gerlach, or C, Anastasia Ashley? I, I, I'm, I mean, I, I want to say Kalani <laughs> Miller because, but in my gut, I feel like it's a, a Ger thing. A but what I'm, I'm thing? A Ger, Gerlach. A Gerlach. girl thing? No, Ger, Brad. Brad Gerlach. Brad Gerlach. But I'm, I'm going to stick with Kalani Miller against Why? my judgment. Uh, there's a at Kelly Slater in the caption is that yeah because she's like jabbing him in public but that doesn't make any sense though for the listeners Kalani Miller's Kelly Slater's girlfriend yeah who is active on Instagram by the way and she is she does fashion yeah she has a swimsuit line yeah Yeah. jeez you're keeping up on Kalani (laughs) (laughs) there's a couple I keep up on um, yeah I'm just gonna stick with it dude against my going Kalani Miller yeah the answer is B Brad Gerlach I said it I knew it (laughs) That is something that is so lame that you would want to say, like, there's no way a man would say something about that, like that. Apparently, you don't follow Brad Gerlach's Instagram. No, I did on based on what you told me, and then I didn't anymore. Yeah. Okay, so the fo- you just did not score the five points associated with that, but you can get a bonus point by answering the following question. Is fashion what you buy and style what you do with it? <laughs> Apparently, if we're in his twisted world. <laughs> like, you're looking pretty fashionable right now. Well, that's incorrect. You lost the bonus point, oh, too. <laughs> so what is the answer, then? Uh, Just no? No, the answer is no. Fashion is not what you buy, and style not what you do with it. 
That's not true. The answer what is... If I, what if I... Dude, there's some homeless guys that look super rad, and they didn't buy anything. They just found it kay. and put it on, and they now wear you're getting, it well. Now you're getting points. Well. Now you're getting points deducted <laughs> from your previous five. You're That's down to truth, four. Man. It's the truth. So, <laughs> moving on. i with Gur on that one. Nope, moving on. on. Yeah. Question number three. There's no... There's no... This isn't a debate. This is a courtroom, and the judge has decided. Okay, moving on. Number three. 858 likes, 15 comments. The image is a screenshot, a screenshot. <laughs> Sorry. It's similar to the previous one in that it's a screenshot of text, but this text reads, today is a new beginning. The caption reads, Motivadio Monday, <laughs> which I can assume he, what? I can assume was meant to mean motivation Monday, but quote, Hashtag, Motivadio Monday time. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag, Motivadio Monday. Time to forget what you did last week and get back on the program, smiley face emoticon. Today is you day to start new with a fresh plate. Dude. We can assume what was meant was today is your day to start new with a fresh plate. Question is, is it A? Wait, long... what's the caption and what's the picture? Was that so the that picture was, today is a new beginning. Oh, that's what it... The picture is text that text. reads, today okay. is a new beginning. That's the caption true. reads, quote, hashtag Motivadio yeah. Monday. Okay. <laughs> Time to forget what you did last You're week and get back on the no program. Pictures. What am I supposed to do without pictures? Dude, it's all text. Dude, this, this is okay. good. All right. Is it A, Alana Blanchard, B, Evan Geiselman, or C, Sonny Garcia? It's gotta be. It's gotta be sunny. It is. <laughs> Final answer. Yeah, it's gotta be sunny. Dude. Correct. It's Sunny Garcia. Because he, you know, I live on Oahu, so he's great. He's the best. Of course. Yeah, of course he is, dude. Who who isn't a fan? Yeah. So, um, question, follow up. So you got five points. I deducted previously from question one, so you're at four plus this five brings you to nine. But you have a bonus question for a bonus point. Question, is Motivadio Monday <laughs> actually a secret society where your past transgressions have zero lasting effect and instead are replaced with a fresh plate? Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> and if so, what does that fresh plate have on it? Yeah, it's a... I think surfers should just be surfers and not like philosophers or motivational speakers. Motivadio. <laughs> That's it. I want to share it with that. <laughs> uh, you are correct. The answer was no. Sweet. Your past transgressions do not have zero lasting effects and they are not replaced with a fresh plate. <laughs> <laughs> zero lasting effects? Uh, no, they have lasting mm-hmm. consequence, unfortunately. But, nevertheless, Today is a new beginning, so that is true. All right, I hope you enjoyed that little moment of brevity. Um, and I hope you enjoyed Surf Splendor in 2013. Look forward to 2014 and bringing you more episodes. Again, thanks for listening. This is David Scales for Surf Splendor saying aloha.